February 23rd, 2002, it's the Watt from Pedro Show.
Watt from Pedro Show. February 23, 2002. That's some Mission to Burma. Academy fight song. They've recently gotten back together for some gigs. Due in part because of this book. Our band could be your life. Michael Azerod. He has a chapter on them. So I guess they thought that was a good opportunity. To get back after maybe 20 years, 15, whatever, law years, many moons. I started with John Coltrane every time we say goodbye. And I had to say goodbye for a couple weeks. I was in the Rocky Mountains with the Banyans, Steve Perkins, Nels Klein, Memphis Willie Wallman, plus some uh, distinguished guests we had with us, older gentlemen from Memphis, uh, Mr. Herman Green, Mr. Calvin Newborn, I got to uh, learn a lot from them. Or like Calvin says, he passed the ball. Got to hear some good old stories. and Plus, on stage with us and uh, uh, playing. And uh, they had no problem with it, even with Stooges. Cool. <laughs> Herman's 71, and he's wailing on the Stooges. Wow. He wants what's happening. And uh, quite a fan of the pop-off. <laughs> he was popping <laughs> off. We also, uh, first couple of days, uh, Charles Owens and his trio with um, Don Littleton on drums, Mr. John Hurd on bass. Mr. John Hurd, a lot of good stories from him. Uh, I wrote diaries for it, too, so you can go to the Hoot page, H-O-O-T-P-A-G-E dot com. And read Watch Spiel about this t uh, tour. It was 12 gigs, 11 gigs in the Rocky Mountains in February. <laughs> but we were truly blessed. I mean, there was snow and ice everywhere, but the sun was out, and it could have been so much worse. The Olympics thing, too, was a lot calmer. I don't know what they showed on the TV, but town was pretty calm. How was it playing for Olympic crowds? Uh, well, uh, first one was 22 degrees outside, you know? So my fingers were uh, sort of like um, frozen cigars, you know? It was a very uh, tense experience. A lot of, um, I don't know if so much of the Square Johns were down there, you know? It was more, a lot of the stuff was up in the hills, Park City and stuff, or in the rinks. Like I said, it was way calm. You wouldn't hardly even know there was Olympics going on. I think, too, the rings are copywritten. You have to license them, oh. so you didn't see them around much. Wow. So that was kind of a trip, you know. I made a comment about it from one of the stages, but we stayed at my buddy Don Dalton, ex-Pedro guy who's been up there 17, 18 years. And... Um, about that, and he, he hit me to the fact that you have to license the rings. Uh, one of the gigs, we had a band, the Sick Boys, from uh, SYC, from around here, SoCal, and uh, they went and just did their own shirts and then like Mohawk on the rings. Uh, I don't think they paid too much attention to that Good old licensing. Style. Yeah. <laughs> little, little underground. <laughs> had to let the freak flag fly. All right, here's some subado.
too much attention to you It's sad, but it's not your fault Self-righteous and rude I guess I lost that cool Tapping till I drive you insane I'm self-righteous but never right So laid back Destroying your patience to tolerate me All the negative spirit I bring Right, I was obsessed to bring you down Watching your every move Playing a little boy game Always with something to prove Waiting to cut you down Making it hard to them With only one thing to do And cut me first, make it easy Now you will be free Now that nothing depends on me Tapping till I drive Now you will be free With no sick people tugging on your sleeve Your big head has that more room to grow A glory I will never know A glory I will never know
Scarnella, and we really don't rock and we don't like the sun. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to whine about the sun when you guys are standing there. Let's just say you're crisply illuminated.
some live Scarnella there, a lot from Pedro's show about two and a half years ago. This ain't no picnic. I can't really tell you what the name is, but um, one thing Nels and Carla told me about Scarnella was uh, the main principle is no beats, and I think that's what you got there. Before that, we had uh, Dan Bao Vietnam, with uh, which is some uh, Vietnamese group doing a live version of uh, Riders in the Sky. <laughs> Very unique uh, interpretation there. <laughs> That's cool. Like a little mariachi twist. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> a lot of bikes in town today, huh, Brother Matt? Yeah, there was a little bike race this morning. And we started the set off with... Uh, Subado doing Free Pig, Subado 3. Um, a lot from Pedro Show, Wild Kingdom Radio, live from the Love Grotto on Pleasure Point here in much sunnier and warmer Pedro than where I'd been. Although there were some unique uh, trips. Had a bald eagle take off right in front of us as we were driving. That was wild. A ram ran down a mountain, almost knocked us off the road. That was wild. Like 400-pound mountain goat. I mean, it was intense. It was charging right, right down. We're on a road where there's a drop-off on starboard side, straight down, and then port side's a mountain straight up, and he just came charging down. Just missed us. And, uh, yeah, some hot springs. I've never been in a sulfur spring. Turned my anchor all black. <laughs> then somebody so hit me to toothpaste. So the toothpaste buffs See, it's right silver out. now. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was changed forever. Uh, Stink like someone ripped one. <laughs> yeah, lots of ripping. <laughs> but you know, after a few minutes, you don't smell that stuff anymore. And you can see the sulfur floating around the water. It makes your skin really soft. And it was hot. In fact, there was, it's outside, you know. You're out in the snow and all this. These cutouts in the rock. And there was a little cave you could just barely get into. That was even more broisting, you know. Uh, water pouring off falls. It just splash and pound you. Get with the, the hot sulfur. With the hot spots. Yeah, it was uh. intense. And then uh, that was in Colorado. And then in Idaho was another hot springs but no sulfur. But there was a lot of volcanic area there. And that's where these springs are coming from. And they had the hot gravel. You could bury your feet in it while you're in the water there. Wow. It was intense. Very much so. Craters of the moon, this area in Idaho, where the lava is, it's really, it looks like craters of the moon. Which was kind of a, personally, an intense thing for me because, you know, usually when I'm going through Idaho, I'm on the interstate generally going from Boise, Salt Lake City, but this was coming from Victor. We played a town with 804 people. <laughs> the Elsher one. Uh, <laughs> little log cabin thing called the Naughty Pine. Those gigs are very interesting, you know, without the stage where they're just, you know, eyeball to eyeball right in front of you. Anyway, we had to drive to uh, Sun Valley and took this US-20 road, and it went through uh, Atomic City and Arco, in Atomic Cities, when my father was stationed, early 60s, in fact, we lived in Blackfoot for a year. They had a reactor out there. In fact, the first uh, reactor to get electricity off of, EBR-1, early 50s. 
But by the early 60s, my pop was getting trained to work in engine, nuclear engine rooms. And there was a huge accident there. Horrible thing, you know, uh, three guys were killed. One guy, the control rods pinned him to the... They couldn't get him free for three or four days. Man. It was horrible. Cloud got out. They put enlisted men like my pop and Jeeps with Geiger counters to go follow the cloud. And whatever. Uh, you know, my father died of cancer uh, 11 years ago now. And so... Uh, made me think a lot about those kind of things driving through there I guess it was the middle of nowhere it still is kind of but people are about 20-30 miles away it's not so uh, remote anymore and uh, from what I hear from the locals it <laughs> polluted all the groundwater and you know no experiments in Ireland <laughs> we're all involved we all participate so that was trippy on me. Went through Arco. Arco is the first town to be lit by atomic power. Of course, EBR, uh, experimental breeder reactor. So we're not talking just power here. We're talking about enriching uranium to get plutonium to put in bombs. So the power thing might be a little figly for uh, a weapons programmer. <laughs> Something interesting, the Pentagon's got a new uh, information service. I guess they're going to be feeding news people uh, disinformation or something uh, like this. You know. propaganda machine. And you know how hooked up the world is. We'll probably be uh, wiring back those stories, you know. And so they'll be doing disinformation like they haven't already. <laughs> well, what? It's strange how things, the more they change, the more maybe they stay sane. And... Uh, I'm going to play you something here, a um, uh, recording I did before my last tour. Uh, this cat who's been around the L.A. scene a long time, Brother Matt, you know him. You've had him on your Blue Shift show many times. Oh, Carlos Catarlos. Carlos yeah. yeah, he's the, the king of the rhythm pigs. Right, and yeah. went through some heavy stuff this summer. Yeah, about, like, uh, I'd say probably nine, well, nine months ago, uh, he had uh, congestive heart failure. And um, that just about knocked him out of action. But he came back, and uh, he's been living up in San Francisco about the past 10 years now. Just yeah. He's been mostly rocking as a street musician. So yeah. it's like really uh, giving him a whole new dimension to his playing. Um, with the heart failure and with diabetes, he was in a coma a couple years ago from that. Um, so he can't really feel his fingers, but he's still jamming. Yeah, and that guy is amazing. He's like he hears something once, and uh, he's, he's got, got it. it, man. He's like an American uh, songbook. He's got all kinds of classic songs himself too. It's a real, real classic character. I think him and Top Jimmy to me are uh, like the the rock and roll duo. You know, they're more so than like Mick and Keith or whoever. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, yeah, these guys. Sorry, Jimmy uh, died last almost a year ago, and uh, Carlos, uh, he's he's uh, they were Roy. racing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> more than them. <laughs> he made this record anyway, and he asked me to be part of it. Called Brother Matt to get a hold of me, and I went up and did a couple songs with him. And here's the song we did together. I think Vince from Bazooka's on here, too, on the sax. And it's uh, yeah, it's called "Ain't That Loving You." Watt from Pedro Show. Thank you. 
homo, and you're a fag, why don't you come up here and let me butt fuck you? Huh? Then don't call me a fag, because you're the fucking fag, Hey, Lou, put some echo on my voice. Hold on, you guys, let me talk. Hold on. How many of you guys in the audience actually beat their cock? You know, beat it. Truthfully. Okay, all you guys up here are cool guys, but we have surrounding the audience all these pretentious, pompous assholes. All you guys suck. Now, why don't you be serious with me and tell me actually how many of you beat your cock? I beat my cock fucking constantly. I even got cuts on it. Look at those cuts. <laughs> Shut up, you little fat. Come up here and suck me. <laughs> the socks go. I beat my cock so hard last night. I got fucking cuts on it. stuff Henry uh, Rollins compiled for Joe Carducci for the live disc in the Nick Heist package. <laughs> Nick Heist was actually the uh, band that 
where they were the black flag roadies, and uh, they'd get to play before flag went on. And Minutemen toured with flag in Europe. Uh, they got ran off the stage by some <laughs> Nazis and never played again. But uh, I think this was the second wind. Before that, we had Furniture by Fugazi, uh, Blues All Night, James Blood Ulmer. And we started off with Ain't That Loving You, Carlos Guitarlos. Um, here's some Sun Ra, Watt from Pedro.
Watt from Pedro Show. Some Sun Ra, Celestial Fantasy. Oh, got to get that vocal thing there, brother man. And some semblance, sorry. Uh, end of the first hour, Watt from Pedro Show, February 23rd, 2002. Hold tight for hour two. February 23, 2002. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
Let's see. Okay, I think I spaced on you there and, and uh, chopped off <laughs> chopped off a bunch of your sound. So <laughs> we're just joining you live, perhaps, now. Was there a big space so, there? Uh, there? There was a big space there, one way or another. Uh, I think the big space was on my part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a big space without sound. Uh, um, a moment. Uh, well, that was Youth of America from the Wipers, an alternate version from the box set. Uh, their second record from many moons ago. Uh, anyway, very proud for another installment, Brother Matt's Spin Cycle.
the revolution of everyday life. If we're going to make anything happen, then we're going to have to get down to it ourselves because nobody's going to do it for us. If we have any power at all, it is in each other. Not politics, commodity, or our lives being sold out for product and so-called progress. The unchecked consumption of land, spirit, life. Not any one thing. Art, nature, politics, business, religion, or family. But once they are named and thought of as separate things, once they are not the daily expressions of life, with complete participation, desire, existence, we end up not thinking for ourselves as person, as community, and as intimate participant in the living woven pattern of the universe. This is a call to end materialist vision, the failed consciousness that continues to play along a death fault. This is the revolution of the event of living now, living every day as if it mattered. We must have faith that we are not stuck, isolated in superiority, alienated from the world around us, but involved by our very breath in the cooperative design of all living things. To meet, coincide, superimpose, that the substance of yourself is nothing but yourself, so that the inside and the outside are the same, in common with everything. Every human being is an artist just by being alive. possibility of destruction is always implicit in the act of creation. The greatest enemy of individual freedom is the individual. We cannot be free unless we're willing to sacrifice at least some of our own interests and desires to guarantee the freedom of others. We will move in the shadows of traces, moon, loop, ripple, the 
that there are things that can be known of action and perception of a secret, sacred image of the pre being received and heard by a post-individual across all the intervening years. A continuity, ceremonial time. Make use of what you can, what has been said, what is being said, what will be said. There are no beginnings or endings or climaxes, but processes becoming. The success of any revolution, whether individual or as a community taking control, resides only in itself, precisely in the vibrations and openings it gives to us at the moment of its making, composes in itself history and memory. Giggle done, mound past in dark brown chamber earth. Open it as beautiful as Mallarmé's imagined flowers. In the imagination, dreams, hopes, and acts of us together. In the imagination, dreams, hopes, and acts of us together.
Whoops. <laughs> Song's done. <laughs> Couldn't hear. That was a funky recording. Uh, Gary Davis, courtesy of <laughs> Gary Davis. But I thought it was unusual because Petra's ever saying drove up from Pedro. Forgot some of the <laughs> words there it sounded like, maybe. But it was still good. I think it was Hodges and Joe Biza. Yeah, the first time, uh, first tour I went on with the opera. And, uh, yeah, it says here, December 5th, 1997. So Steve Hodges, Joe Biza, myself, and Petra. Before that dose with uh, Dennis Mahoney reading a thing over um, manifesto called The Revolution of Everyday Life and Doses playing uh, well what we called it was uh, music for Edgar Allan Poe it was for these sh spiels that Kira read her nephews so uh, bedtime stories um bedtime <laughs> No. They're creepy ones. They, well, maybe they were. Grab you on that. Yeah, 56. Yeah, so I'm going to play some Bukowski. See, this was supposed to be put in, but I didn't know the song was ending. So, um, Hot from Pedro Show. of the crowd there is enough treachery hatred violence absurdity in the average human being to supply any given army on any given day and the best at murder are those who preach against it. And the best at hate are those who preach love. And the best at war, finally, are those who preach peace. Those who preach God need God. Those who preach peace do not have peace. Those who preach love do not have love. Beware the preachers. Beware the knowers. Beware those who are always reading books. Beware those who either detest poverty or are proud of it. Beware those quick to praise, for they need praise in return. 
Beware those quick to censor. They are afraid of what they do not know. Beware those who seek constant crowds. They are nothing alone. Beware the average man, the average woman. Beware their love. Their love is average, seeks average. But there is genius in their hatred. There is enough genius in their hatred to kill you, to kill anybody. Not wanting solitude, not understanding solitude, they will attempt to destroy anything. Watt from Pedro Show, coming up at the end of the second hour, February 23, 2002 edition. Um, that was the genius of the crowd by fellow Pedro resident. Well, he still is one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just planted on a different spot. <laughs> I got five. Okay. Hold tight. Hour three next. February 23, 2002. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show. As we look in on the towering old mansion of Inverness, we... What's happening to our hero, Jack Flanders? He seems to be in some kind of trance. And who is the lovely, mysterious creature that is luring him out of his body? Though she is seated far across the room, her presence now dwells within his mind. But worse, she slowly lures him out to exchange her body for his. That's it. Another step. Come now, we haven't all night. Just feel yourself sliding down long steel wires from my body to yours. They're only our vibrations touching one another, but think of them as wires. Feel how my vibrations have little hooks on the ends, how they hook securely into you. It's very safe. Now again, this time, a giant step forward and you'll be clear of your body. Now, on three, one, two, No. No one has a light. Ah, but you have a lovely fire. I love fire. You don't mind if I warm myself for a moment? Ah, ah, oh, mmm, yes. That's nothing but good. Mmm, mmm. Little girl, can you feel my presence? I sure can. Do you feel my presence coming closer? I sure do. Closer and closer. 
Yep. Closer and closer. Excuse me a moment. I want to light my cigar. It's a fine Cuban taper, very difficult to come by, you know, nowadays and all. As, as you were saying... I, uh... <clears throat> can you feel my presence? Yep. Sure <coughs> can. Feel my <clears throat> presence nearing. Yep. Nearing, all right. Can you feel me entering <coughs> your presence? Yep. Entering. Can't see a thing. I need air. Here's the door. Jack, Jack, come out of it. Come on. Come on out. Oh, he's really far gone. His batteries are nearly dead. Jack, I'm going to place my thumbs high on the back of your neck. When I do, you'll remember back when you were a child. A child? I, I, I don't... There. Now, what do you see? Dandelions and clouds. Big, white, fluffy. I'm tottering through the dandelions. There's my Uncle Johnny. He picks me up. Then he picks a dandelion and he says, watch the parachutes. And he holds it into the wind. They separate and float away. Way away. Now he's holding me by my feet, upside down. Hey, he's, he's holding me above a cow pie. Let me go. Let me go. Hey. Jack. Hey. Jack. Huh? Oh, who, come on. Who, who, who are you? Who are you? I'm a little Frida with the piggy tails. Cute, aren't they? Come, one. Let's go. Where? <coughs> Boy, that's, that's some cigar for a little girl your age. I'm a million and a half years old. <coughs> on, out of this room. On your feet. Whoops, you're still a little wobbly oh, there, aren't you? I'm, I'm so weak. What happened? Your energy got sucked away. <sighs> Come, let's go talk to the trees. All right. Lean on me. Are you sure you can hold me? Sure. <coughs> that's right. What do you mean, talk to the trees? Well, there's certain trees that are good to talk to because they're nice and friendly and they give off energy. You can recharge yourself. Uh, what do they say? Oh, this and that. Oak trees and pine trees are the best. Very nice. It's those damn elms you gotta watch out for. You don't like elms? Elms ain't so hot about people, including me. They have a weird sense of humor. Well, what do they do? Drip sap on you? Worse. They tell you what they think of you. And then, watch out. They're liable to drop a dead branch on your head. Really? Sure. Fill his gozzle on my head. Hmm. That's good old Elmer Elm. Wait. Stop a moment. Look at me. Wow. It is true. You don't have pupils in your eyes, and, and still you can focus on things. None of us ha None of my family had pupils either. It's not necessary to focus when you can feel the presence of things. But you don't actually see the object. I see more than the object. I see vivid colors vibrating, shimmering masses of energy. 
I know what the object feels like inside. You see? Your culture is a little overly eye-oriented, I think. Ah, I see you've met our little Venusian in residence. Uh, pardon us a moment, Frida. There is something I wanted to say to Jack in private. I must warn you about someone. I don't mean to frighten you or, or to direct your social life. But there is a woman that you understand. It's best you don't become involved with. She is a little dangerous. Her name is the Madonna Vampira. As we look in on the mansion in Inverness, night has fallen. The rain continues. Jack, with the aid of little Frida, has pretty much revived after his encounter with the Madonna Vampira. Lady Jowls, a little late, rushes up to warn Jack about the beautiful and dangerous Madonna Vampira. Please try to understand, Jack. She is not a bad person. Oh, no. She almost sucked the living life out of me, that's all. Well, well, she doesn't do that to everyone. She prefers young men like you, but even more especially married men. Well, why married men? Because they are such an easy mark, so eager and so foolish. Now, why do you keep her around, then? I don't. She just hangs out here. Hangs out? You mean like a bat from the rafters? Don't be silly, Jack. I was just using one of your expressions. Well, hangs out fits her all right. She probably hangs out a lot of people. What I mean is she lives in the wall somewhere, and she comes and goes as she pleases. You mean she actually lives in the walls? I believe so. Well, Jack, you have to realize the Madonna Vampira does not suck one's blood. She is an energy vampire. What? She sucks energy. No wonder. Now it's beginning to make sense. But tell me, what happens to her victims? Many of them recover. Well, that's encouraging. Oh, the worst have had to spend a little time in mental institutions, but they do recover. So in other words, all I have to do is to keep one eye open at night. Or otherwise, I'm assured of a vacation in the loony bin. Just don't fall in love with her as the other young men do. You see, what she does is suddenly, right at the most intense peak of the affair, she grows cold and disinterested and leaves with all their energy. And that has got to be the most inhuman thing I've ever heard of. How can you even permit her to live here? What? I'm ashamed of you. You, you just have to get her out of here. Huh. Perhaps you don't seem to notice, but she's a very sensitive young lady. She is a lady. She has taste, refinement, wit, and charm. Mm. And there are times I enjoy conversing with someone of like sophistication. Oh, good Lord. Oh, Lord Jowls, my late husband. There was a rogue, an adventurer, a rascal, and a lover. A man made out of that old Hemingway fiber... Safaris into the scratchy African bush, the bullfights in Madrid, the street cafes of Paris, backflight stairs in Havana hotels, and bargaining with Borneo cannibals into the wild Australian bush. Aha, he was the last of his kind. You see, Jack, over there hangs his portrait. 
Still with moustache, pith helmet, that wistful smile, and those poet's eyes. He had a most exquisite schooner. He would battle almost any kind of sea. Well, not a restless man, but a man who loved life, and he drank of it and breathed deeply of it, and disappeared. But I remember those nights, the grand ocean steamers upon the decks, the water beyond, so smooth, rustling by the bow like silk, the moon above, full, round and sensuous, making silver streaks across the water. Music, soft, swaying. The deck gleamed like glass and we would dance. started to change. As the aristocracy died, so died elegance, so died taste. Do you think the middle class will ever develop taste, Jack? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. What happened to Lord Jowls? He disappeared in the grand, adventurous style. You mean just kapoof? Possibly stepped into something, or stumbled upon something, sat in something. Who knows? Gone he is. I once heard a rumor that he may still be alive. Ha! In the arms of some plump native hussy, I presume. Fat chance. He was no Gauguin, that's for certain. He was searching for a paradise. Who isn't? Some look all over the earth. Others to God, others inside themselves. No. More likely Lord Giles is long gone to his maker. Well, he considered himself a self-made man, so perhaps he hasn't gone to his maker. But gone he has. Period. Riverweed, horse biscuits, squash bugs, roast dash hound. Dinner, Lady Giles. Mess Jack is served. Thank you, Giles. Pigeon toes, tongue in cheek, fried froggy ears. Is he serious? Giles has a rare and exquisite sense of humor. The lights have gone out. Lightning must have struck the power line. Jives! Oh, Jives! Yes, ma'am. Will you ask old far-seeing art to stop the auxiliary generator? Yes, ma'am. Well, Jack, we'll dine by candlelight tonight. Here. It's so dark, you had better take my arm. I'll lead you to the dining room. Here we are. I'll just light a candle. There. Wait a minute. This isn't the dining room. Oh, yes, it is. Okay, part three of the fourth tower of Inverness. I should have said something before, but 
I just went into it. Um, there's over 30 parts. I don't know exactly how many, but I'll be playing one a show. Uh, I told you this before. I listened to it as a teenager. I really dug it. So I'm going to share that with you. Something from Texas. Apart from Pedrosville. Marsha Ball, Hot Tamale Baby. Okay.
the mountains If he wants them out of the way Crazy he calls me Sure I'm crazy Crazy in love I'd say
From Pedro Show, thank you, Talia. DJ Talia with some Zeppelin at the end. You can't really put it on this turntable, the last one, because uh, that's the one we have to switch to the mic. Oh, uh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't mind. <laughs> My mother is a dope fiend. My mother smokes paraphernalia as I speak. My mother buys cocaine from a dope man. She loves to smoke that crack pipe. My mother smokes crack rocks. 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 My mother smoked that crack like a cigar. She had a good time at it. She jacks my brother for dope money. She does it by threatening him with a Smith and Wesson. My mother smokes crack rocks. 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 PM, the police came to my mother's house to check her. They arrested my mother for possession of controlled substance. My mother was sticking to the metal clink. They locked her up for being a loser. My mother smokes great rocks. 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 Rock over London. Rock on Chicago, Remco, it's the go ahead and get it store. At the stage, 
Thank you, Lynn Johnson. It helps. That's his little uh, train-inspired 
first we feel Raymond did the artwork here it's got a ink drawn of some liquor bottles and glasses this man bringing this lady in the door and it, there's, he's telling her let's look at etchings and then the big spiel is reduced to a few lines from a few texts that was an excerpt from the title thing of that and then we had main ingredient <laughs> everybody plays full old record of so sorry for the skips. Cursor, Why Men Fight Wars. Uh, Lovely Day by Pixies. And after DJ Talia's session. Thank you. Uh, Talia and YouTube brother Matt cool. for the spin cycle. Cool. Thank you. That was uh, Wesley Willis with My Mother Smokes Crack Rocks. Classic. And <laughs> we're winding up the gig here. Third hour, final bit of the February 23, 2002 edition of Watt from Pedro show. I hope to be stronger next week. That was still a fun thing with the Banyans. I didn't even play any Banyan. <laughs> an idiot. Well, next week, we're uh, fishing up that record. And uh, I don't know, my next gig's that Ukla thing, all tomorrow's parties with the... Um, Mascus and this uh, Ashton Brothers. When is that? Uh, when is that? The 15th of March. And uh, we're, uh, the site works people are uh, telling me we're getting a thing going where I can choose any show. I'm going to have to combine all the three hours into one file, but I'll be able to upload them up from Pedro too, so no more uh, snail mail. Cool. So they'll be up quicker. And so some. Uh, Updating here, live from the Love Grotto, on Pleasure Point, Pedro, keep your powder dry.